You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Well, hello, 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 everyone. This is Michelle Anderson, and I am excited to be here tonight with you again. I look forward to Tuesday nights and also look forward to being able to find ways to empower my love logicals out there. So every show, people say, well, what does that have to do with love logical? What does that have to do with love logical? And I try to bring it back around so that you can understand that, you know, oftentimes you have love logical families out here, love logical parents who are trying to figure out how in the world they're going to do certain things. So we want to give them information that can help them when it comes to their, their love logical teenagers to make them be better parents. And sometimes, you know, for the teens, information is going to help them learn to grow within themselves. And I have a wonderful surprise tonight. Those of you who can see Stacy Shannon Johnson sit next to me again. This is my love logical yes, sister, y'all. Yes. <laughs> Stacy has joined the Love Logical DNA Not Required podcast as one of our co-hosts. So now we have two co-hosts. We have um, Delon. My son, Delon Kennedy, and we have Stacy Shannon Johnson that has also come on to the show. And then, of course, you're stuck with me, you know, your host, Michelle Anderson. So thank you, Stacy. I, I couldn't help but ask her to be a co-host. It is an honor and a blessing to, I mean, we always have a great time together. We do. God is good. He, he knitted yes. us together. Yes. But to be able to work alongside of you and to learn and to sit at your feet in this business, I am excited. I'm yes. learning, too. Mm-hmm. And it just feels good to have my love logical sister here with yes. me. Yes. So Stacy will yes. be doing shows together. Stacy will be doing shows alone. Um, when I, you know, there are times that, you know, I need time off. And Stacy will be here. Delon will be here. So we're going to work out a schedule so that we can make sure that we give you good entertainment. And there's all and, and information. But there may be times where you have all three of us here, which is going to be quite soon, because I want us to be able to have an online conversation about the love logical within all of us. So I appreciate that. And with this month, November, being Adoption Awareness Month. I wanted to, I wanted to come a special way tonight. Um, I want to talk about and talk to our families of adoption, the families that have been brought together in a love logical way through the adoption of a child. And most people talk about, um, fostering to adoption. More so than anything else now, you hear about people going to agencies and, you know, adopting children from overseas and things like that. But we have many adoptions that happen right here um, at home. And when I say at home, I'm speaking, you know, just here in the United States, here locally. 
um, there are adoptions that take place and open adoptions have become a little more common than what they used to be. It used to be once a child was given up um, for adoption, the parents did not see them anymore and could only hope that maybe when that child got to be older, that that child would reach out to them. And now, you know, you have open adoptions where people can see their kids and have time with their children and, you know, and different things like that, depending upon what the agreement is between the biological and the love logical parents. So tonight we have a special guest on the line and she would like to remain anonymous at this time. And that is something that that Stacy and I truly respect. And so we we're going to refer to her tonight as Lady M <laughs> and she's going to share her adoption story with us. So Lady M, thank you for calling in tonight and talking to us. We truly appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. Yes, of course. I know you're nervous. I know that you've yes. not shared your story publicly before. And because you do have um your children and everything out there, we've agreed to to keep your 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 name and everything anonymous tonight. And I respect that because I know how people can be. We are a non-judgmental show. Yes. And we're not going to allow anyone to come after you in any negative way at all. I don't play that. The mama and me pops out so fast. <laughs> the mama and me pops out fast. I, 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 I like to protect the baby bears. Yeah. I do. Yes. So, Lady M., would you um would you share how old were you when you well first i guess how many children have you given up for adoption i have given up two two can you share um do you want to share your age of the first or would you like to just kind of share what made you decide to to place your child into an adoptive love logically adoptive home as opposed to keeping that child? Well, um, I was 24 when I gave my first son up for adoption. And I was in a rough spot at that time of my life. And I knew that I did, I did not want to get an abortion. So the only other logical choice to me was adoption. And I knew that I wanted that baby at the time to be loved and protected and raised to the best ability that I don't think I was capable of at that time. See, I called that on my page a selfless act. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go on. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, oh, no. I just... He's a boy. My mm-hmm. first one was a boy. And he was baby number four. Okay. And it was just a lot. It was a lot at that time. Now, did you get to choose his parents? Um, I did. I, I did not go through an adoption agency like some people do. Okay. Um, I, I wasn't doing for a monetary value of any sort. Mm-hmm. Um, and... 
at the time, um, I had known a lady that had knew a lady that can't have kids, and she introduced us. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and she really, really wanted a baby, and there there I was. <laughs> so she's, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, so she's a good person. Yeah. And you knew that. She very much is. Beautiful. Beautiful. She's a wonderful mom. And I I tell you, you had my heart when you said that you chose life. Mm -hmm. Um, And that that can be a very difficult uh, crossroads situation. Uh, I wish that I, at one point in time in my life, chose life. uh, And I commend you. I commend you, and you, you already, you know, haven't met you, but you just have a, a special place in my heart. You chose life, and you chose to be a blessing, um, to to gift and, and to bless uh, another family. Uh, so that that's that's a, that's a blessing. It is, you know, especially yeah. when you knew that that his love logical mom was not able to have children. So you truly gave her a gift, a gift of life. I, I definitely, definitely agree. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, show. no, no, I, not at all. You're good. I definitely agree. And she, even to this day, because I do stay in contact with her, and um, I do get updates on the baby. Um, well, he's not so much a baby anymore, but a toddler. <laughs> and... um. And he's so spoiled <laughs> and not just like, you know, with, with, uh, materialistic things, but in love, like he d- is not treated any different than any other kids of the family. Cause he does have a cousin that's maybe like four weeks older than him. Okay. And it's, they're their best of friends. Like they wouldn't know at all. And Recently, though, his mom, they, they have been talking about um, about where babies come from because he's been curious since he knows now that he didn't come from her belly. Mm-hmm. But she explains she explains it to him very well. And even now, like, he's still, like, he, you know, he's very questionative. Like, he's very, um, you know, being very inquisitive about life itself. And... I'm I'm blessed to have them in my life currently. It is because you have a chance to be able to see him as well as as communicate with her. And I think that that within itself is very special, you know. And does it make it easier for you because you're able to see him? In a way, yes. It it is a little easier because um, with him being my first adoption that I had I had gone through. Um, as every parent knows, that the first thing you do is hold hold your baby as soon as you have your baby, you know. And I I of course declined that because it would have been a lot harder for me if I held my baby in my hand. Um, and so there was a brief time when it was very difficult, and I was still like fighting with myself about it, mm-hmm. but now, like, he's, he's six, and, um, and I, I want to change it for anything, because he, he's 
still so full of life and and I do still get to see them and I still get to play with them and I'm invited to birthdays and we have our own Christmases and all of that and he's he still comes and hugs me <laughs> so it is it is a lot easier for me than just wondering what he might be up to now how or how you know what her, he's doing what does he call you um, he just calls me my name by by my first name. Okay. Um, so he he we don't you don't talk about anything being anything else. Just no, yeah. okay. I I leave that up to his mom. Um, okay. Whatever you know, she's comfortable with. I'm just happy that she still allows me to see him because I mean she really doesn't have to like especially since you know it wasn't a written contract. Mm-hmm. Um. It's he's now hers, so there's I I severed all ties as soon as he was born, and and so I'm just thankful, and I'm I'm very blessed because my family just got a little bigger. Yes. And the funny thing about his mother is that she's also adopted. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. That's God. That's the Lord. He is, you know, that's amazing. Because she's really going to know. She truly understands how to have a strong connection. Yes. And how to talk to him and how to communicate Mm -hmm. everything to Mm -hmm. him to where it won't be uncomfortable. Right. Awesome. Very much so. Awesome. Now, we've talked about the fact that your first adoption. Now, when was your second adoption? I was turning 29 and two days after I had that baby, mm-hmm. um, which was of this year, actually. And and she was also placed in open adoption. I do get to see her a little more due to um, location. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a little girl. And she's getting so big. She was she was a preemie. Um, I did have her a month and a half early um but she's she's growing and she's so so spoiled and i met her mom through my babysitter actually her cousin um it's it's my babysitter's cousin and i've been with my babysitter for like two three years now okay and she knew that I was planning on giving up this baby for adoption, but I was planning on going through an agency since I didn't know anybody else that really wanted another kid. Mm-hmm. Um, or that would be okay with adoption. And she mentioned that um, her cousin couldn't have kids, any more kids. She does have two um, biological children, but she wanted another one. And, and yeah, and so she introduced me to her cousin, and she she's also a terrific person, and um, and I I couldn't be more blessed to have her in my life too. Like I I get to see her, like I said, I get to see the baby a little more often than what I do with the baby boy, but I I still want to change it for the world. Like I want it. Now, what made you decide to? to give your daughter up for adoption this year? Um, once again, I was going through um, another bad patch in my in my life and mm-hmm. I was getting things um, situated and under control. 
and I found out I was pregnant when I was finally getting there, and I just kind of downfalled again, and I didn't want, I, I chose life over abortion again, and I didn't want her to not not have everything possible that she deserves, including time and and tension and everything. Not that I don't give my kids now attention, because I do have three others, but it would just be a little easier, especially um, job-wise. Yes, I understand. It do cost a lot of money. <laughs> now, with um, with the fathers, as far as... Did you have a hard time getting their fathers to sign off for them to be adopted or were they um, just not in the picture at all? Wasn't in the picture at all um, on either of them. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't have a difficult time. It was just, it was just me and I was already a single mom and, um, and all I know is that I would like the kids to be taken care of, to be loved, to have everything that I want them to have, that they deserve to have, that I knew that at the time I couldn't provide. I, like I said, I commend you. Yes. yes. I commend you for making the decision that you've made. And the fact that you can see your children... I think that we would have more women who would consider adoption if they knew that they could have the opportunity to see their kids grow up. Yes. I really do. And go I definitely on. agree with that. Yeah. Yes. What would you what what advice would you give to a to a young lady who is considering adoption but really isn't sure if it would be good for her would you have any advice for her at all i would personally say to follow your heart um as any parent knows kids require selfless acts all the time it you're going to have to give up part of your life for, for this child, like your whole world is going to have to revolve around your kids. Yes. And, and I would, I would personally, I would personally, if it comes down to, you don't know if you should give up your child for adoption or if you should keep your child. Um, I always fall back on what can I provide for my child now? Because in nine months, that's exactly what's going to happen, that you are going to have to provide for your child. Can you give everything possible for this child? You know, you would have to be able to live with that choice. And you know deep down that your, your, child, your child needs all the love and care and money possible which shouldn't be a subject, but unfortunately is, you know, because money does make the world go around nowadays. And, mm-hmm. and you don't, you don't want to have your child hurt in the long run. 
for a choice now. So I would, I would follow your heart. That's all that you can possibly do between a tough choice either way. I appreciate you saying that because I think that it does make a difference. You have a question? I do. Uh, Lady M, you said you have uh, other children. How? How? Is, I do. How do you explain um, adoption uh, to your other children? Well, the the other children that I do have are all older. Oh. Um, and my oldest is nine, mm-hmm. and he he knows he knows that yes. Um, he has a brother and a sister that does not live with us, mm-hmm. that somebody else does take care of. Okay. And, and he's, he's so, he, I guess he really wanted another sister because that's the one that he's really excited about, <laughs> but maybe it's because he also sees her a lot. Okay. Um, but he still wants, you know, uh, to see, to see the baby nonstop, yeah. um, which which the adoptive mom, who also was um, in foster care, she also dealt with the logical families, mm-hmm. and even the, her husband did. Um, she she explains to her daughter that I gave up that my my kids are her brothers and sisters as well. Um, she doesn't differentiate mm-hmm. at all, which mm-hmm. is one of the many things I love about oh. this woman. She's mm-hmm. just terrific, mm-hmm. and. Um, and so, yeah, so with my oldest, even my, da- uh, my daughter, who's the second child, didn't, doesn't mind at all. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so they, they still, they, they know. You know, I love the fact that you're blending these love logical mm-hmm. families together. Yes. You're creating love logical families, and then you're blending them together. So you become more of a blended family. Yes. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I know when we first talked, you embraced Love Logical right away. And I did. Yes. It, it, right away you embraced it and you ex- you explained that your life has been about Love Logical family. You know, that and it yes. And most people don't understand and I think that that's part of why you have a wisdom and you're not selfish in any way shape or form some people they don't want to give up their children but it's not always it's not always because you know they can't it's not their position but sometimes they just don't want to give them to someone else um, just out of selfishness, mm-hmm. even though they and know that they can't take care of their child. And, and that that is very true. Yeah. Very, very true. I'd rather see someone find a home for their children and get the adoption papers together than to see someone hurt their child, fatally hurt their child hurt yes. them physically and emotionally over and over again. Yes. Or excuse me for putting it out here like this or sell their children. Correct. Yes. You know, yes. and you and that too. Right. Yeah. There's, there's yes. Too many cases of that. And that's real. It's real in today's world. Mm-hmm. So it, it is. There are so many 
love logical homes out here who's looking for children to love and raise who's willing to work with mothers and families and we have to understand that a lot of love logical homes they 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 may take in the children but they don't have to accept the parents and the fact that they do to me says a whole lot more about them yes. as people. Does that make sense? Yes. To you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. It says a whole yes. lot more. Yes. And the fact that you get to see your daughter on a regular basis, and it sounds like she gets to see her, her brothers and sisters too. Yeah. They, they get to see her. See, to me, they do. that's awesome. And I definitely agree. I definitely agree. And as you were saying, like people that keep their kids just, just because that's the way they were raised that you don't give up your child out of that selfish reason. Mm -hmm. Um, they, I I do agree. I don't think they realize that even if you go through an agency, Mm -hmm. you get to choose the family that you want Mm -hmm. for your kid, and they'll have a whole Mm -hmm. profile, the whole background. And it doesn't necessarily have to be open adoption. Mm -hmm. Um, because I do know some people that prefer closed adoption, but it would be easier on them not to have any kind of contact. And, and each adoption agency that I have talked to, I had researched the different adoption agencies. Um, they had, they always have a counselor for the whole time, not just like post or pre, like it's, it's everything. Um, up to years after you give up the child for adoption. Oh, really? And they they really do. Like, if you just, because, you know, postpartum, no one can tell you how long postpartum depression is going to last. Mm-hmm. And, and so they always have somebody on standby for you. It doesn't matter what time, like, you just have to call, and you always have somebody there helping. Awesome. Awesome. That's actually that's, that's, that's actually good. good for people yes. to know, because I believe that there are a lot of ladies out here who consider adoption, but they may not because of their family. Mm-hmm. They're afraid of what their mm-hmm. family is going to say. Correct. They're afraid of what their friends are going to say, mm-hmm. or they're afraid of how they're going to look mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. within their community. Mm-hmm. But in my heart, if a family is not able to take a child in mm-hmm. when a mother knows that she can't handle it, yes, then help her pick a good family yes. for that child. Yes. And if you and have the option of I do agree with that. Yeah. If you have the option of um an open adoption, mm-hmm. pick a family for the family. Mm-hmm. But realize mm-hmm. that the child is theirs. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. that final say. Mm-hmm. And if the mm-hmm. child should happen to go to a very well-to-do family, they're not there to pay your bills. They're there to take care of the child. And I think that that's part of why a lot of people choose closed adoptions mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they don't want to have to end up taking care of 
an entire family. And and I do um, I I do agree with all that, but even with close adoptions, um, it's it's once that choice has been made, it's not about you or the family anymore. It's about that the child. baby that that you brought into and. And it's sad to say that I do know people that, um, well, I've read about people. I want to say know them mm-hmm. personally, but I've read about stories um, of people just having kids to get them up for adoption because there is monetary value to it. Mm-hmm. Um, like in your hospital bills, three-fourths of the time is is paid for and all that. But even if that is the case on giving a family you know, love and a child, there should be, there will never be able to become a time to undo that. And, and at the end of the day, once again, it's about that child. I know that uh, surrogacy is, uh, it's different than adoption, Mm -hmm. but I do know that Mm -hmm. surrogacy is very, um, popular now, especially Mm -hmm. uh, wealthy and celebrities. Mm -hmm. Uh, For some women cannot uh, carry a child for health reasons, or some it's just a choice to uh, have a surrogate. And it's, uh, there's, there's monetary, uh, an exchange Mm -hmm. of, uh, Mm -hmm. of, of, uh, there's payment uh, for that. And it's, it's, uh, so that is that's something that's become more um more popular popular now yeah it, that is very true yeah it is and so uh I'm glad that you bought that up uh because uh as culture shifts and and, and changes and you know uh people not on they're not putting that under the rug now they're speaking about it mm-hmm. and people celebrities mm-hmm. are speaking about how uh being uh surrogates Surrogacy. It's a, excuse me, I won't be drinking Verners anymore. <laughs> but how. And uh, Detroit doesn't know about Verners. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, pop and soda pop. But um, mm-hmm. how much of a. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing it and, and it's not. I don't see it as a anything negative. I see it as if, if someone is blessed to be able to carry a child mm-hmm. full term uh, and mm-hmm. to be able to uh, help a couple out. I don't know the all of the, uh, you know, how much of, you know, egg and in, 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 um, in, in the seed and things like that uh, are involved. But uh, it's quite popular now. And uh, I've noticed that. Yeah. yeah. Well, surrogacy, mm-hmm. like you were saying, you know, it all it all depends if it's an older woman mm-hmm. and, you know, they can't find a viable egg. Mm-hmm. Then you can use a donor egg and then use the father's sperm. Mm-hmm. Burners. Sometimes they have the they use both the biological mother's egg mm-hmm. and the biological father's sperm mm-hmm. and just implant it. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. so there's mm-hmm. so many and then sometimes they use a donor mm-hmm. egg mm-hmm. and it may not be that of the surrogate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. surrogacy's been around for years. It's just, it just wasn't as popular there you go. as it is now. Correct. Because back in my twenties yeah. I had a family member who was having a very difficult time conceiving, mm-hmm. who asked me to consider being a surrogate. Mm-hmm. And I was actually, I took it into consideration and mm-hmm. I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. 
and she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, my mother used to always say that when women would go so long with trying to get pregnant that once they stop trying, mm-hmm. chances are they, that's normally when stress, they get right? pregnant. <laughs> right. So it was like we had made that decision. We were looking for, you know, um, a lawyer and everything, and she got pregnant. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I want to say, though, that Lady M's story, as I sat down, uh, it is a familiar story in my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know what the um, – it might have been a similar situation that my uh, grandmother was in that same situation where she uh, had um, two other children. Mm-hmm. I think – no, three other mm-hmm. children and um, where she wasn't able and, and she had a sibling that uh, mm-hmm. they wanted a child. Mm-hmm. And they adopted uh, my aunt. And uh, so she grew up right within the family, and she knew she was adopted. But uh, she she just she had two moms, and, yeah. and that's a beautiful story. And that's that's it is. That's, and I grew up. Is. I did. I grew up, and as you know, I'm thinking at the age of ten. Mm-hmm. You know, you you're told this is your honor. Then you you know you hear the story, and you begin to ask. And she was um, always oh. very upbeat and very positive. Has a very positive mindset. Mm-hmm. And uh, it could intelligently explain that adoption to me. And uh, but it was uh, uh, many, many families do have that wonderful love, logical adoption uh, yes. story that Lady Emma is sharing. And uh, yes. and God, mm-hmm. I know and I believe that, that that he honors that the fact that, you know, that 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 Michelle is brave and she chose life and that's what makes raising a baby uh, the the situation it'll be even more sweeter yes yes mm-hmm. yes. yes you know yes. it's mm-hmm. I have I have a cousin in our family who was adopted and we never talked about it mm-hmm. you know my mother explained to me mm-hmm. um, when I was younger mm-hmm. And my mother also explained to me that it's still my cousin. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm just letting I'm letting you know so that you can get a full understanding right. that when someone comes into our family, mm-hmm. they're family. Yes. So that's why yeah. I tell people all the time. Love Logical has been yes. in my world since I took my first breath. Yes. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> it's like it's about family. Mm-hmm. When I when you come into my world, I embrace you, your family. Mm-hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and that's the way that it should be. Mm -hmm. And Lady M, with you having, you know, the heart to do what you've done and to help these families find joy, Mm -hmm. you know, that means a lot. And then you can tell by your children's reactions to their love logical Mm -hmm. families that they are happy yeah so they, they, they are very happy yes they, um even uh the the baby girl that i recently gave up mm-hmm. she does have two brothers on um with with her family now and 
she is just the apple of everybody's eye. Like, she has two older brothers, and she could not want for anything. She's the girl. She's and the only girl, of course. <laughs> she is. She's the only girl. She's and probably pink, purple, and yellow all the time. All the time. Right now, it's for a, sure. um, her mom is just very excited at the girl because <laughs> he wanted to do a mermaid theme. And oh. her husband, of course, is like, no, you can't have a mermaid room for no reason. Oh. Uh-huh. And now that she has a little girl, yeah. it's like mermaid everything. Everything's oh mermaid. That's the hot thing now. Mermaid. It is. It, and unicorn. it is. Unicorns. Mermaids yeah, and yeah, unicorns. Yeah. I remember is with everything. strawberry shortcake. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 But raggedy Ann. <laughs> raggedy okay. Ann. Cabbage patch yeah. dolls. <laughs> We're telling our age. <laughs> but I think that that's so sweet because now she's got two big brothers. She's she's the girl. And I can imagine because I know families to where they have like all girls and they pray for a boy or they have all boys and they pray for a girl. So you gave them that little girl, you know, And for a friend of mine who I was just IMing with the other day, you know, who has all girls, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm like, well, go on out there and adopt a boy. Go on out there and adopt a boy, you know. And it can help change that child's life. Like if it's an older boy or if you want a baby boy, you can change the the biological mother's life. Yes. This is, this and is it really, it really is. It really is yeah, a gift. Like I came to this understanding within myself mm-hmm. that just because I'm not the one raising them, mm-hmm. um, it it doesn't matter. It, it matters that no matter what, the babies that I know I love, mm-hmm. this is going to be even more love mm-hmm. from so many more people, mm-hmm. and and that that's. That's all I ever wanted for any of my kids is just to be loved and happy and taken care of. And I couldn't, I couldn't wish for anything more for my child than what she already has. Do you think that you're going to be ready for the conversation that comes with the, why did you um, choose to give me up for adoption that may come at anywhere between, I'd say 13 and 18 years old? Or 13 um, and 19? Um, I I don't personally think I will ever be ready for that conversation. I have thought about that mm-hmm. naturally because I don't want them to grow up to hate me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do know people that had gotten so angry once they found out that they were adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, the only, I'm hoping the only saving grace is that um, I, will still, I still plan on being in both their lives mm-hmm. for as long as they let me. Um, cause I, I can't expect more from them. I, I really can't. And, and if they're older and they hear my story out and they still don't want me in their life, then that will be a difficult time. But I'm hoping since we're all very much love logical and all very much there that they wouldn't want that. And, and it, it, they could be a little more accepting, you know, um, uh, of everything. Yeah. I, I want to say, too, but, I, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Lady mm, but just the love, the environment of the that the children are growing up in and the love, the sacrificial love that you have uh, for your children and 
how in the environment that they're growing up in with no judgment and no shame, I think it's going to be a beautiful situation mm-hmm. when they find I do out. agree. I, I, I just got to, I'm sorry. I, and and I, I have friends that have adopted, and a lot of times, sometimes it's just the manner of how children um, are raised and mm-hmm. how they're told and that that journey yeah. that children know and understand, I am blessed. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they see it as a blessing and not an emptiness. And I, I just, I believe that, but uh, I just think. That, and I, I, I believe that's my situation mm-hmm. now. I, I, I really do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. I yes. mean, I really do. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to encourage more people to consider adoption, mm-hmm. especially, I know that there's families out there where they Absolutely. can't have children, yes. and you may have a husband or or a wife that's saying, you know, well, I want to have my own child, mm-hmm. but if for some reason you can't, mm-hmm. the child that comes into your home, your mm-hmm. love logical child is your child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I say mm-hmm. DNA not required. Mm-hmm. Because it, does not matter. it is mm-hmm. your child. Yeah. You're raising mm-hmm. that child. You're giving that child the nurture mm-hmm. and nurturing and everything that's needed to mold that mm-hmm. person. Right. Um, I remember being in college and I remember being uh, uh, I had gotten pregnant and I remember being um, afraid and then I remember mm-hmm. thinking I would be shamed. And I remember thinking, uh, I, I can't do this. I, But in our culture, in African-American mm-hmm. culture, adoption mm-hmm. is not explored. And, and, and I learned a lot more about adoption through my church mm-hmm. because so many adoptive families and our pastor had adopted children, and it really gave me a lot more insight. Of course, as I got older from the age of, what, mm-hmm. 19 or whatever, but had I known um, now, had I known that back then, I definitely would have uh, given my child up for adoption, and I, I don't uh, walk in guilt or shame, no. but I admire her so much. I admire her so much because it could have been a wonderful, loving family that could have said, hey, we want to, uh, we understand, you know, your situation and let us, and it would have been a beautiful situation. And uh, that is a a good message. I mean, um, there's a lot of positive things that have happened um, over the last 25 Mm -hmm. years or so, because Mm -hmm. back then, Adoption wasn't as openly discussed. It wasn't, yes. Like you said, within our community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, my mother had foster kids 30-some years ago. And, you know, people would, would try to adopt um, at that point in time. You have children going into interracial homes mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. into cultural homes mm-hmm. now, which, you know, back then it wasn't acceptable. Yes, and mm-hmm. it's both ways now. It used to be that you couldn't have um, children, you couldn't have white children go into a black home, mm-hmm. but you would have black children mm-hmm. go into a white home. Mm-hmm. Now it's just open where children are going into homes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You have more. A greater need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have more um, Hispanic children mm-hmm. 
that are looking for homes mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I know that international adoption is quite popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, I would encourage people to look right here at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because yeah. you never know mm-hmm. yes. what can happen right here at home correct. before you reach mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of homes for children mm-hmm. around metropolitan mm-hmm. Detroit. Mm-hmm. And I know some people, they, they look at the fact that, you know, they don't want an older child. But mm-hmm. when you go to some of the homes for children, mm-hmm. you find toddlers. Mm-hmm. You find toddlers, mm-hmm. you know, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds who will be who would appreciate having a good place to lay their heart, lay their head um, yeah. during my hair earlier. No, last year during hair I met a young lady who had been in foster care and she was 16 years old mm. and her desire was to be a pediatric doctor. Mm. And I was like, wow. So we started talking and, she did not, you know, she was in a foster home. She had a love logically fostering home because her biological mother had not helped her much with her career path, but her love logical mom mm. was helping her with her career path. And I look at things like that and I look at homes like that and it makes me smile because there's so many kids out here that. Their biological parents could not provide them what they needed for one reason or another, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But the love logical parent came in, and it's almost like a cape with a big old love logical heart on it, you know, and everything. You mm-hmm. swoop in and you love these kids. You love these kids. Mm-hmm. I know people who are raising children that belong to someone they once dated, mm-hmm. and they're taking care and raising kids. You know, so love logical is just what it is, is DNA not required. And Lady M, you are one heck of a love logical heart. Yes, you are. You have a Thank love you. logical heart. Yes, you do. And you understand what life and what love really means, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you love so hard that you're willing to sacrifice and watch your children being raised in homes where they're going to get so much more love and going to be taken care of in a way that you knew would put such a struggle on you, you wouldn't be able to do it in what you thought was a justly way. Am I right? Mm -hmm. You are very much right. Mm -hmm. So I'm just... I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you and that you were able to make the decision. But I'm doubly happy for you that you were able to find beautiful homes mm-hmm. with people of people with love logical hearts where not only are you just a family of five, but you have more than tripled your family just in bringing yeah. all these love logical families mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Beautiful love story. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful love it story. It is a love story. Yes. It is. Yes. yes. It is. I won't start singing. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh I know uh 
you know, I know the platform, mm-hmm. uh, that it's a secular platform, but I can't help but think about that adoption is mentioned in the Bible. And, mm-hmm. and three uh, people who were adopted is Moses. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm, I'm under some, a tough situation, but he was adopted and loved and reared. And, and uh, Esther was adopted by her cousin Mordecai mm-hmm. and reared. And, and, and they did great things for their people. And Jesus Christ yeah. was adopted by his earthly father. Joseph, and mm-hmm. so uh, we can go back to the Bible yes. for all of the situations uh, where they flourish because of love, because of the love. And, and Moses's mom gave him away because she didn't want to see him executed. And she wanted a better life for him. She made that and sacrifice. So I, I hope you're encouraged by that, Lady yes. M, because mm-hmm. uh, just out of love, out of the love of mm-hmm. a good mom. Out of the love of a good mother, you know. So it takes mm-hmm. a, it takes yes. a lot, and I yeah. said, and one one thing that mm-hmm. people have to understand that, mm-hmm. you know, that Joseph was a love logical dad. Mm-hmm. He was a love logical dad, given a great task, mm-hmm. you know. And love logical parents, there is such a difference to me between a step parent mm-hmm. and a love logical parent. Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. that difference comes from the fact of like, and I always say this, my mother, Phyllis, heard. Mm -hmm. I always say nobody stepping on nobody in this damn family. (laughs) But that's where your love comes from. That's where it is. It comes. comes Yes. My mother. Yes. Yes. And I wish that families had more of that. Yeah. Because sometimes there's Mm -hmm. a competitiveness Mm -hmm. or sometimes there's. This you not you know if you're not blood related you know but yes I no. love that you I just gotta that. love yes, I was sharing beautiful. with somebody today yes. at my house yes I've been helping helping take care of raise mm-hmm. nurture mm-hmm. educate empower mm-hmm. other people's children mm-hmm. since I was as far back as I can remember mm-hmm. but in my own home since I was nineteen mm-hmm. you know. Before I had my own child, I had somebody else living with me. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's just, it's who I am. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have a young lady that stand with me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who goes to school with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy that to give the opportunity for her mother to travel, to go to school mm-hmm. the way that, you know, to finish up her schooling. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what we're supposed to do. We're mm-hmm. supposed to help each other. Yes, that's what we're, we're put supposed. On that's what we're put yes. here for. Yes. Yes. And Lady yes. M, you yes. you know about you know that we're here to help each other. Mm-hmm. You know that because yes. you have provided homes mm-hmm. for families that 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 wanted those children. Mm-hmm. Beautiful and love mm-hmm. those yeah. children. Mm-hmm. We that's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. We're here to help. Mm-hmm raise up our children in the best way that we know possible. And do we make mistakes? Yes. Yes. Biological and love logical. We make mistakes because parenting is, is trial and error. Yes, it is. There's no, there's no book. Yep. Trial and error. Mm -hmm. And anybody out there who can tell me that they know the secret of great parenting, Mm Please figure it out. Let me know. Because right. yeah. I don't know what the secret is. I know. I'm, I'm looking forward too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I want to know too yeah. because I think we all have kids and yes. we'll be like, where that personality, yeah, exactly. where that personality yeah. characteristic yeah. come from? Didn't yeah. come from me. <laughs> Didn't come from dad. Where did it come or from? Did, did I accidentally <laughs> drop, the, drop him? Because he just he has lost his mind right about now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know you, but I don't know you. I don't know you. Yeah. So today, to 
me. We about to we got to wrap up here, mm, but wonderful. Show. Today has been awesome because I really hope that we've had a lot of love logical families that have been blessed mm-hmm. through adoption. Mm-hmm. Listen in and know that there are mothers out here who made an ultimate sacrifice for you to be able to have the children that you have. They had to make that sacrifice of love. Mm -hmm. And even if you have children who have come into your home Mm -hmm. that they have scars Mm -hmm. in their hearts Mm -hmm. from, you know, from their, their life, Mm -hmm. you know, life circumstances before they got there, Mm -hmm. love them through it, Mm -hmm. love them through it. And I'm going to advocate counseling. Yes. And if you and if your children are questioning about their biological moms, you know, share as much with them as you possibly could know Mm -hmm. and let them know that they were loved dearly. Mm -hmm. But they they needed to have that extra love, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and explain love logical to them. Mm Because even my five-year-old granddaughter, I mean, I'm telling you, she under, she gets it. She'll mm-hmm. be like, that's my love logical, right, Grandma? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so definitely explain that love logical to them. Because to me, when you have that love logical heart and you know, you know that DNA, you know, DNA doesn't matter. DNA may make us family by blood, but... Yes. DNA doesn't always have to make us family. So that's why I say biological by nature, mm-hmm. love logical by choice. Yes. And Lady yeah. Um, do you have any any last words before I let Stacy close us out here? Any last words to share? No, I'm just I'm just thankful. I'm thankful. For everybody that has touched my life, everybody that that is in my life, regardless. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very I'm very thankful mm-hmm. to everybody. Mm-hmm. Thank you for for talking with me. I appreciate you for opening up and talking tonight. I know mm-hmm. this was hard for you. Yes, yes, it was. It was but you are a social somebody, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. You did it tonight. So, Miss Stacy, I hope uh, that you. Um, I'm just hoping that you. This was been a blessing. Um, experience um you said thankful oh, yeah. this is the month of november this, this is our mm-hmm. a month where we celebrate thanksgiving in this country and mm-hmm. we have so much to be thankful yes. for you have touched yes. my heart uh you did what i couldn't do uh at 19 years old and um i salute you and i hope uh that you may one day um Reflect on possibly writing a book or or maybe a play or a movie about your experience because I truly believe it will help set a captive free. I believe that it will help someone um, mm-hmm. in that situation. So I salute you. All right. Thank you. So thank you, Lady M. Thank you, Stacy J. You. And me, Michelle. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us tonight. And it will be on Facebook Live, um, on all of your streaming channels, and on YouTube next week. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you.